Well, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. If I was a betting person, which I've never have been, but if I was, I'd bet that if I asked uh, those listening to the sermon today to raise their hands because they would like to have more faith, I might just see most hands go up. I'm assuming there are probably a lot of people gathered here today who feel just like those disciples in today's gospel lesson who say to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. As people who are striving to be faithful, having more faith seems like a good idea, right? Seems like it might be a pretty good idea. Well, today's gospel lesson starts in an unusual place. It's about halfway through the first section of of this chapter in Luke's gospel. And as Pastor Alice likes to remind us, uh, sometimes it's good to read the bits before and after the text we're using in scripture. And today is one of those days. So at first glance, we may wonder why the disciples ask for more faith as if they think it's something they can quantify, that you just want to have more of, you know, the more the better, et cetera, et cetera. But there is a reason they ask to have more faith. Because right before asking that question to Jesus or saying that to Jesus, he had warned them about causing people to stumble. That sounds kind of a serious thing we might want to avoid as Christians, so I could see that they might be thinking that because it's serious. And then he instructs them that they must forgive those who wrong them again and again and again. And there is in that, that phrase, seven times seven, that's in there too. And you know what? That sounds difficult. So really, it's no wonder they ask for more faith. They wonder who can um, meet those expectations that Jesus just laid out before them. Here's what this gospel lesson causes me to wonder. How many of us may just feel a little bit overwhelmed by following Jesus, like those disciples did? And I wonder how many of us feel overwhelmed by the demands we feel placed upon us to be good Christians. Not sure that we're maybe up for the task sometimes and wondering what we've signed on for at times. No wonder then, Some may feel like being a disciple of Jesus is beyond them. But here is what I think Jesus is saying to us today. Faith doesn't have to be heroic or big or complicated. Faith just needs to be faith. Faith, as Jesus describes it in today's lesson, especially that part, which is the parable, is just about us doing our job. It's about us doing our duty, not because there's some sense of reward, but simply because it needs doing. Faith, in other words, is doing what needs to be done right in front of this, uh, right in front of us. And this, Jesus says, the disciples can already do. I have to tell you that one of my favorite stories about a congregation and its members doing what needs to be done continues to be the story of the St. Paul Chapel, which stood across the graveyard from the World Trade Center site. 
And when the planes went into the World Trade Center on September 11, 2001, this little chapel sustained really no significant damage. So the congregation did this thing. They became the site of this extraordinary round-the-clock relief ministry to the rescue and recovery workers for the next nine months who were working on the pile, as they call it. Maybe you remember that. So they used to open their doors first so these um, men and women who were working on that side could just come in and sit and relax and maybe sleep for a little bit just on the pews that were available. And then somebody contacted them and said, hey, can we bring food? The restaurants in the uh, New York City were saying, hey, can we donate food to these rescue workers? And so all of a sudden, these rescue workers were getting some pretty good meals from the restaurants in New York City. And then they brought in some counselors who could help them uh, if they were feeling overwhelmed, talk about what was happening. They provided a place for showers. And then they provided a place for them to come and pray and rest just across the street from that site. Well, there's a book written about that, uh, about this ministry, and it's called Will the Dust Praise You? And in the book, the pastors of the congregation explain how they did the ministry that showed up at their door. For folks who feel daunted by discipleship, maybe it's important for us to hear that sometimes faith can be pretty ordinary such as opening up a building and then letting things unfold. First, just a place to come and rest and and sleep. And I think that's what Jesus means when he is saying that even if we had faith of a mustard seed, it could uproot and move a mulberry tree. St. Paul did this by opening their doors and creating space for ministry to happen. It started out small and became so big. And I think all this really illustrates is that it doesn't take much faith at all to be really just faithful. It doesn't take much faith at all. Well, next, even the simplest things that we do in faith can have a huge impact. I think Jesus wants us to know that. At the same time that there might be people who say, give me more faith, Lord, there may be a whole lot of people who feel absolutely nothing like those disciples did. It's not that they're overwhelmed by the task of of Christian discipleship. It's more that they don't even think about it. For them, going to church and being good people kind of wraps up what that means to be a Christian. And so it may never occur to them that being a good friend or working hard at your job to keep food on the table to provide for others, or doing things that help the world run better, or paying taxes, or voting for people who pay, uh, who spend those taxes well, or any ordinary stuff that we might do each and every day, has everything to do with our faith. It just doesn't occur to them to think about living out their faith in these simple ways. It's just what they do, you know, kind of day in and day out. So today, it's important to remember that even the simplest things done in faith can have a huge impact. And to make this point, I'd like us to try this. And I'm going to cough. Imagine, folks, imagine this. Imagine for a moment 
if we took stock of all the good we did as a group of people, as a group of disciples in the past week in our own particular roles, such as an employer or employee, such as a student or a parent or a citizen or a friend or a volunteer. And just think about if we would add all those good things up together, we would have a mountain of good, wouldn't we? Because we've done some pretty good stuff, I think. Maybe we'd have a mountain of caring. Maybe we would have a mountain of sharing. But it would all add up. Now imagine that this previous week would have been like if all those things had not been done, hadn't gotten done, if we subtracted them from the planet over the last week. The world would be, I think, a little grimmer place, perhaps. Imagine this. Instead of having compassion for someone, you just walked away. Imagine this. Instead of forgiving somebody, you just got more cold and distant towards them. And imagine this. Instead of looking out for a neighbor who made it, had a need, maybe had a need, you just ignored them. And now imagine what the world would look like next week if we were granted a sense that even our ordinary acts are being used by God to care for God's world. God uses them to bless the world. You know, we might even feel more empowered, more commissioned to do even more, to reach out more, to serve more. We might even feel like this ordinary faith that we have that's just doing these other things really can do some pretty extraordinary things. There's a theologian named David Losey who says, faith isn't an idea, it's a muscle. And the more we use the muscle, the stronger it gets, and the more we do that, it's, the easier it is to use. I think, I think David Losey might be right that faith is a muscle, which we all have, we've all been given by God. And I think he's right because of this experience I had as I walked St. Cuthbert's Way in June. As you, many of you probably know, I fell and broke my arm on February 15th this past year. And it was about, right about the time I would have been uh, ramping up uh, my uh, walking routine, and that was all to prepare for the pilgrimage. Instead, I found myself taking the first three weeks easy, as I was told not to do much, so my bone could begin to heal, do that initial healing and then I started into physical therapy, which I was finally released from on June 6th. We flew overseas on June 9th. Bottom line is this, you guys. I really hadn't walked more than five miles at one time, which was about a third to a half of what we would be walking each day of the pilgrimage. So I have to tell you, when I got to Scotland, I was pretty nervous. Nervous that I might would I be able to do what I needed to do? And then I was probably nervous also because I knew the terrain was not anything like we have here in Cincinnati. It was hillier. It was um, some longer climbs, etc. And the paths were a little rougher than just walking out there on um, uh, the, the 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 roads in my the streets in my neighborhood. But here is what I experienced: the first four days were challenging but I was able to do it. I just kind of took my time and did it. And then about the fifth day of walking, I really felt like something inside of me shifted 
And my body said, okay, this is what we're doing. I think we can do this. Yep, this feels pretty good. Yep, I can do that. And the walking became easier. There was a rhythm. There was a pace. And all of a sudden, like I said, my body was kind of saying to me, yep, we can do this. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and do it. So here's what I wonder. I wonder, as David Losey suggests, that the more we practice our faith muscle, the easier it gets to respond with faith to any situation we might encounter each and every day of life. Does it get easier if we use our faith muscle? And I really think that's what Jesus was trying to tell those disciples today, that faith has been given to them. We just need to think about our baptisms. We were graced with faith in our baptisms and that we have all the faith we need really to be faithful. Jesus tells, telling them there is no scarcity in their faith and that being faithful finally is about recognizing all the God-given opportunities to show up and then do what needs to be done, such as care for those in need, such as protect the vulnerable, such as reach out to the lonely, befriend the friendless, keep the world going, practice justice, contribute to the common good. It's really all the ordinary stuff we do all the time that's taken together and it's blessed by God. And you know what? Then it becomes pretty extraordinary. But faith is not just that muscle, it's also an adventure. Faith is putting one foot in front of the other and walking towards a future we don't yet uh, know, but trust God is fashioning. Right now, we're doing that as a congregation, aren't we? We're venturing out in faith. We are calling a new senior pastor. We do not know what that's going to look like, folks, but we're doing it one step at a time. Transition team, work completed. Call team, work begun. And then there'll be the interview, and then there'll be the next thing and the next thing. But we're venturing out in faith. Faith is about adventure. Faith is about heading out the door and looking for opportunities to be God's partner, to be a worker in God's kingdom each day. And faith is about imagining that the various challenges that are put in front of us are actually opportunities for us to grow in our discipleship and witness to God's presence and goodness in the world. I was reminded of this um, this past week because on Thursday evening, a group from Good Shepherd attended the Haitian Tamoon Found, uh, Foundation Gala. And there we celebrated their 20 plus years of ministry. And that ministry that began in Haiti, which we are a part of, has grown over the years, has expanded and touched so many people's lives. But that ministry was began by a group of people, as I understand it, who were flying back from doing a mission trip in Haiti and said, I think we're called to be doing more. So they figured out what they were going to do by writing it down on the air sickness bag on the airplane. I like that. They used that they had in that moment. But faith is about venturing out, and we're called to do that too. Faith is a muscle. Faith is an adventure. So in the end, it's the everyday faith the ordinary faith that we're invited to practice day in and day out. And so you see, faith doesn't have to be heroic, but faith is essential. Faith gets us through. Faith leads us on. And so maybe after hearing all these things about faith, 
What we really need to be reminded of as God's people, a la Nike, just do it. Put the faith we've been given as a gift from God into action each and day, every day. And maybe most importantly, remember this, God has faith in you. Amen.